Welcome to episode 10 of the Body Mechanic podcast with Rob Arnold from Chrysalis Fitness Training. This time we look at how vision and specifically light can affect you in mind, body and spirit. This podcast has been made in conjunction with a video which will be available on the Chrysalis Fitness Training YouTube channel. Just remember you can contact Rob at rob at chrysalis-fitness.com or take a look at the Chrysalis Fitness Training website. Just go to www.chrysalis-fitness.com. So, on with the podcast. Rob's here next to me at the moment, and uh, we're going to go through some processes where he's going to see if different things that he does to do with sound and vision. So we're going to look at like an increase in um, flexibility. Just as one example, uh, you can use you can use it to do different things. We'll chat about that and how <clears throat> excuse me how light and sound affects the body through through the whole of whole of life really. So what I'll do is I'll explain what Rob's doing for the podcast. But of course, if you're watching the video, you'll be able to see what he's doing anyway. So first off, I'll point out that Mark's got his feet on an earthing mat, and it's purely so I can get his nervous system online for for touch testing. Because when we go further into the podcast and the video, we, we can we can do some things that everyone can see what's going on. So you're not just listening to someone say, well, this is going further. The the earthing mat isn't going to make any difference to the other results because he's going to stay on it. Yes, yeah, so sound and vision. We're going to start off with, with vision and the way light acts with um, with the with the body. You normally with this go through a process first to see if I'm your phrase online. Yeah. So that is that the first thing we're going to be doing? We're going to chat for a bit and then we'll look at doing the touch testing just so, so you've got plenty of time to have your feet on the mat. Okay. If, if people have listened to the podcast before, if you haven't, I suggest you do. Yeah, there's just it'll quite tell, a few episodes out there. It'll tell you what, what the earth actually does. Yeah, we, we went through a whole... Um, uh, quantum biology. Quantum biology. We had a whole episode about quantum biology that we went through the earthing of the body and all that kind of stuff. And it's either standing with your bare feet on some grass, which does the same yeah. job, or Rob has here, he's got an earthing mat, which he then plugs into the uh, into the mains, but it's the earth bit that actually connects. Uh, I'm not being electrocuted, put it that way. No, no. So, yeah, so obviously you wear glasses, so you've got some kind of visual impairment, whether it's a massive one or a small one. Yeah. It's still a visual impairment, but um, the way the eyes work and the way they take in light, affects the way the, the, the body works as well. But it's not just the eyes that are taking light. So if you think about um, light is a frequency, it's got wavelengths. And each different um, colour has got its own kind of wavelength. And that's, that's how we see colour. So what will happen is the light will hit your skin or, or your eyes, okay? And that's going to start to affect the way cells react. So when it hits your eyes, you've got things called rods and cones. I don't know if you've heard of those. No. Okay, and that's how we make um, a visual picture. And then you've also got things called uh, magnocellular and, and parvocellular pathways, and that they all work together. So the cones, they work with the magnocellular pathway, and this sends electrical signals into your brain, and that helps you see black and white and shape. And then when we look at the rods, and, and the parvocellular pathway, that helps you see fine detail and colour. The light will hit the, uh, the rods or the cones. That will receive that as information and it will convert it and it will send it through your neural pathways, through the magno and parvocellular, so you can see a picture. 
but what it also does is it also affects your body clock. So when we look at light, light has a massive influence over uh, wake and, and sleeping cycles. So have you ever been up all night and yeah, 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 like looking at a computer in my younger days, yeah, or looking at a computer? So I think we we may have spoke about this on one of the other podcasts. Yeah, we remember. talked about blue light, didn't we? Yeah, and yeah. your mobile phone and computer screens that affects the creation of a chemical called melatonin. Melatonin gets released, okay, and and that affects your sleep pattern. False light, like I said before about blue light that affects the release, so it'll keep releasing melatonin. So well, that, that can lead to um, like mental health issues. It can lead to other dysfunctions around the body. In 2008, I think it was, there was um, a BBC documentary, and it was um, Horizon. It was My Body Clock, What Makes Us Tick. And in it, they did an experiment with, have you heard of Aldo Kane? Uh, no, I haven't. Oh, you've mentioned it to me, but I don't know it. For, for people that don't know, Aldo Kane, he's an ex-Royal um, Marine. Uh, now he works in, in media, does expeditions out with people and works doing ropes and, and all these things in places where it's really nice and hot and there's lots of wildlife. But anyway, they, they put him in a nuclear bunker for 10 days. So he was sealed off from the rest of the world and they controlled the light in there. Guaranteed, he was on his own. So that's going to affect how you react with situations. But he could talk to people through an intercom. But they, they'd come in like, different intervals throughout the day to get him to do different tasks. And it was just pretty much looking at how he spent his day and how he kept track of time when he had no outside influence. So he had no watch or anything and he had no light, no natural light, should I say. And at one point, they shut the lights out completely. So he was just completely in the dark with a head torch. He started to go a little bit mad. So it, it started to affect his mental health. But not just that, because he wasn't sleeping properly, because his sleep was all over the place, it started to affect his physical health as well. Is this program still available on YouTube or via the BBC or it, anything like that? It might be on YouTube somewhere. <laughs> it's not on iPlayer. I looked. I imagine it might be on BritBox. I don't have BritBox. Uh, there might be something on, on I know YouTube. there is back catalogues of Horizon on the iPlayer, but whether it's this specific one or not. No, it's, but it'd be very interesting to watch in conjunction with yeah, what we're doing. No, today. yeah. I have looked for this podcast and it, it, it wasn't there. At the, end of, at the end of the experiment, he came out. Obviously, he came out into natural light. It was very bright for him, but also he'd lost time. So because he, he couldn't work out what time of day it was and, and his sleep was all over the place, I can't remember if he'd lost a few hours or he'd lost a complete day of time. And that's one of the massive influences that light has over your body. So when people talk about a seasonally affected disorder, that's SAD, yes. that's part of that whole melatonin release thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And people get depressed. But and I, I know it does have an effect on people's mental health. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember I used to work in a gym and I had to go and open up at six o'clock. This was in the winter and I, I left at six o'clock at night and I realised... I mean, I, I felt awful. I thought it's because I've been at work all day, but then I realised I spent the whole day without any natural light, and, and these things affect us. But that's one aspect of light and, and, and vision, how it affects your body. There, there are other ways of using light. So you've got the visible spectrum uh, of colour, and then either side of it, you've got an invisible spectrum. So you, I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of um, ultraviolet and infrared. Ultraviolet... It, yeah, it has got a bad rap for, for causing this damage, but it can also be used um, in a positive way as well. So I'm not sure if I spoke about it before, but going out in, in the morning when the UV levels are lower and getting natural sunlight on your skin then, 
again, it comes to the pituitary gland, and the pituitary gland is one of these things that has a really important job. It produces several different hormones, one of them being growth hormone. Another hormone it releases is vasopressin, and that is one of the hormones which regulates going to the toilet. So people with diabetes, they might have an issue with vasopressin release, but there's, there's also a, a thing called diabetes insipidus, and this is specifically to do with pituitary problem and the release of vasopressin. I, I, I heard about it a long time ago because my sister's got it. It's only since I started doing what I do now and learned a lot more about it that I actually understand what's going on there. What happens with that is they get really thirsty, they drink a lot all the time, and they go to the toilet all the time. It's because the body can't regulate their, their fluid intake and release. And with that, if you think about, um, think, think old, old man syndrome. So again, with this, this uh, change in light coming into your eyes and, and the effect on your wake-sleep cycle, when, when you get a bit older, Sometimes you tend to get up and go to the toilet a bit more during the night, but that could actually be because you're, you're taking in too much, too much light throughout the day or too much blue light when it's meant to be dark. So not, not necessarily my weak bladder, it could no, be no. a number of other things. Exactly, yeah. So because your weak bladder is going to be made weak by hormonal release. You can get weak bladders as well, but it's something else to look into. It is something you notice when you get older. Yeah. I will say, uh, you get up a lot more during the night. I am aware you spend a lot of time using a computer as well. I do, yes. But that's that's one aspect. And, and then we, we look at um, infrared. You've probably seen on nature programs where they use IR cameras so they can see things at night. But then you can also buy things called red light lamps. Okay. From that reaction, I'm guessing you've not heard of them. No, I've not heard of red light lamps. I've heard I've heard of the light boxes that people use when they have an SAD issue. Yeah. Um, I've not heard of red light lamps. No, what, what's the significance of that? Uh, so it, it uses red light at different frequencies. So it's like a, it'll be like the end of your visible spectrum <clears throat> into IR. There's research into it. There's not extensive research. And the evidence is anecdotal evidence. but if there's evidence, then there's also a possibility that this thing might actually be a good thing to use. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff I do now, work-wise, a few years ago, I, I would have rubbished. But then I've learned a bit of science behind it and looks at not just um, research evidence, but anecdotal evidence as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. And, and it makes a lot more sense. I know I know. a lot of what, a lot of what you do is, is your own research and looking at how other people have researched these subjects. So... I know you do look into this in quite a big uh, and detailed way. Yeah, but yeah, so red light, again, that's going to affect, so not just the skin. So it's, you, you're going to shine it on the skin, but then you've got to think the skin is on top of all of your other cells mm-hmm. and it, everything moves at a frequency. So we've spoke about resonance in the past. So everything's vibrating. And when the light hits it, so that's got a certain frequency, that's going to affect the frequency of your cells start to vibrate at. I know there's research into it for helping with skin conditions, things like psoriasis, but also uh, looking at MS. I haven't looked at the research of that deeply enough, but I know that it has been looked at. But yeah, so phototherapy, uh, which is light therapy, so that uses specific light frequencies like UV and and infrared. And it has been used, like I said, psoriasis, vitiligo, eczema, and infrared used to help in pain relief and tissue healing. So that's, that's where... You can use light to your advantage. 
And so through research and, and looking at the different light frequencies and, and different issues that people have had, I, I started thinking, well, can I use light to, to affect other people? So, you, you know, I work at um, the Beacon Centre, yes. which is a, is a place for the blind. So not everyone is completely blind. That They've got different types of visual impairment. So I started using it with some people there. And then I've also used it with myself as well to get different results. And it's all about what is specific for the body for that actual thing. So on my phone, I've got a, a thing so I can scroll through different light frequencies. So what we'll do, I'm just going to give you a, a couple of muscle tests now. Then are you happy to stand up and try and touch your toes? Uh, yes, I can do that. It's no problem. And then what we'll do is we'll do muscle tests to work out what light frequency we need for you to increase your your flexibility and what we'll look at is how long we need to do it for and whether it's a magnocellular or parvocellular pathway we need to look at okay. and whether it's one side either one eye or both eyes okay happy with that first off i'll i'll get you to stand up do i, do I stay with the mat if you stay on the mat and then it it's a constant then all right i'm standing up now can you put your feet together for me yeah okay. I, I i appreciate it does get sticky on the mat <laughs> from the waist. From the waist. Bum goes back. Just fold down and reach down as far as you can. Okay, and then just touch yourself on the shins where whereabouts. And that gives you a measure. Also, for people watching on the video, it gives them a measure as well. Yep. Okay. And then roll yourself back up. Okay. And you can sit down again for a second. Thank you very much. <laughs> so it's your, is it your left shoulder which you've got issues with? Yeah, well, yeah. I'm an old man. I've got issues with, with, with both. So, we but I wouldn't worry too much. What I don't want to do is fatigue it. So we'll, we'll use that arm. Okay. So when we're doing muscle tests, all I want you to do, bring your arm up, lock your elbow. So my arm is now straight out in front of me. Okay. And all I'm going to do is match your pressure. So push up. So that's locked. So Yeah. Now Rob's tapping me on my left shoulder now. By doing that, it, it's, a, it's a reflex thing. Okay. And yeah. push up. Now, that, that time, uh, obviously, you watched the video, it's fine. At that time, uh, Rob used the same pressure and my arm went straight down, basically. Yeah, so that is, it's, um, the reason it works is it's just a reflex. Mm -hmm. By tapping your shoulder there, the opposite shoulder, it just switches that one on. Okay. So, so you tap my left shoulder and we're working on my right arm. So yeah. it's uh, opposite sides. Right. So what we're going to do now, is so it sounds weird and this is where it gets proper weird i'm just going to get my phone out so we can use the the app rod's out so i'm sorting out his phone he's, he's got an app on there which got various uh, light fields on it so what we're going to do is we're going to ask the body questions i'm going to say it out loud and this is where it gets a little bit weird because this is where all the quantum knowledge and that comes in yeah but we're going to ask whether uh, there's a priority free light frequency to increase your flexibility so again, I've got my right arm straight out in front of okay. me, elbow locked. Uh, flexibility, priority light frequency, push up. Okay, so that went down. So we're hap I'm happy with that. It means we can carry on. Okay, so Rob, Rob asked the question and my arm went straight down when he put some pressure on it. Okay, so this is the, the app we're going to use and it just scrolls through different light frequencies. So what I'm going to do is get Mark to put that on your lap and you put it however you want. I'm going to get you to scroll through it with one hand and while you're scrolling through it i'm going to push down as soon as you hit the right frequency your arm is going to weaken so again my arm goes out straight 
our elbow locked and, and push, we're now going to do that push up, keep your elbow locked push up so i'm now pushing up and i'm going to scroll through the frequencies oh there we go okay i'm just going to lock your arm for me uh, head nice forwards so you can still see the the light yeah and correct push up okay i was going to try it again and correct push up Okay, so I think that's what we're going to go for. Okay, and it's a, a quite a deep royal blue that is, uh, is yeah. the colour that, that it, we've come to. Yeah, so uh, I know I spoke about blue light earlier, but everyone's different, and we've spoke about people being different. Um, and blue light is not blue as such, is it? it, it it's to do with the frequency. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's not obvious blue is what I mean. No, so what we're going to do now is we're going to see if it's we're going to look at the visual fields where we're going to use it and how long okay. how long we're going to use it for okay so if you give me your arm again arm straight out of front so of me. like Lock magno magno push up parvo push up i mean i thought it would because it's color so what, what what's the difference between parvo and magno so magno cellular it'll become a bit more apparent in a second but it's the way you shine the light into the eyes okay so the magno cellular pathway you'll have light shining from the bottom up so so if you think you've got superior inferior right so that's superior up inferior yep. down so your mango cellular is superior so the light goes at the bottom and shines up your parvo cellular is inferior so the light stays at the top and comes down so i'll be yeah. shining light from above so it's either the top end of my peripheral vision or the yeah, bottom yeah. end of my peripheral and now we're just going to see if it's one eye or both eyes. Okay. Lock your elbow. And bilateral push up. Left push up. I'm just going to test that. Right push up. Okay, so relax. So we're going to have the light above your left eye. Now, the only thing we need to do now is see how long to do it for. So again, arm out straight in front of me. I was going to do it in brackets of 10 seconds. Okay, right. and Rob's going to ask questions again. 10 to 20, push up. 20 to 30, push up. Okay. Right, my arm went straight down to the 20 to 30 range. 20 to 25, push. 25 to 30, push. 30 seconds, push. Okay, so we're going to do it for 30 seconds. 30 seconds, okay. And then we're going to have a look and reassess how your flexibility has changed. Okay, and for those listening on the podcast, Robbie's asking questions and seeing how my arm reacts when he puts pressure on it, which gives him the answer to the question he's asking. Okay, So, so my body is, is answering the questions, not me as such. Yeah. It's a subconscious thing. So you don't need to move. You can stay there. Okay. I'm just going to shine this above for 30 seconds. So he's now shining his blue light on his phone. I'm just going to bring it in quite close. Just yeah, so. above my left eye, and he's going to do that for 30 seconds. He's timing it now. I'm just staring ahead of me, so it's in my peripheral, peripheral vision not right into my eye. So we're going to go quiet for a minute here. Five seconds left. Okay. And then you heard the alarm go off. Okay. All I need you to do now, Mark, yep. is stand up. Stand up. Okay. And uh, retest your flexibility. Okay. And see how far you can go. See if this has changed the way my body is reacting. So you the same as you did before. Yeah. Fold at the waist and all the way down. 
I think there's a marginal difference there. Okay, I'm going to get to come back up. We'll do it once more, so breathe in, breathe out, roll down. Yeah, it's definitely a difference. Okay. I'm definitely going down further by probably about an inch and a half, maybe. Yeah. Certainly an inch. Okay, take yourself a seat. Thank well done, Mitch. Give yourself a round of applause. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that's that's one I feel, I feel like a performing seal yeah. <laughs> and that's just one aspect how, of how you can use light so what we've done there I spoke about uh, the nervous system in the past how yeah. you've got parasympathetic and sympathetic what we've done there is damper down the sympathetic nervous system heighten the parasympathetic so your body's gone into a bit more relaxation so that's about relaxation me being able to go further down and my, my hands touching further down my ankles yeah, so it's not necessarily thinking about relaxing. You know, like if you have a if you have a nice bath and listen to uh, some soft music. Yeah, what it is, it, it's relaxing the tissues. Your nervous system is allowing your body to go into what's called rest and digest. We, we so, spoke about yeah. that for other podcasts as well. When we're looking at look at it as, as an exercise kind of framework. So if you've got a client and you you do an exercise session with them. So after, after a session, you might want to stretch. So if you've already got an increased range of movement when, or range of movement when you're stretching, then you're going to get a deeper stretch out of it so you can get more benefit that way. But we can use the light in, in different ways as well. So if you've got certain issues with your vision where it's a bit blurry, you can use the light to um, not refocus. But again, it's just affecting the nervous system. So it's only going to work if it's the right thing for you. You can't just randomly go around shining light in your eyes, mm -hmm. waiting for something to happen. It's got to be specific for you. And how would you find out if it was by going through the process we've been yeah, through? Yeah, yeah. We did. We spoke about the, um, the self-test when you closed your eyes and stood and did lies and truths. Probably the quantum biology one again. Yeah. Uh, because we, we, it's the way of explaining what Rob does, basically. And everything is sort of wrapped up in this quantum biology subject, I think is probably the best yeah, way of describing yeah. it. Uh, and, and yes, yeah, so that's that's light and vision. So even for blind people, so what's happening with them is their rods or their cones aren't working properly. So that, that information isn't get is it's not getting transformed into an electrical signal. And that's how we make up the picture. Their eyes are still taking the light in. Even if you've got cataracts, it's going to block some of the light, but you're still taking in light and the light mm -hmm. is still affecting your body. So I did eyes there, but we could have gone around the whole body assessing whether it was better to shine the light on bits of your body. It's interesting because it's very similar results to the one we had last time when we were doing this this uh, sort of thing, uh, which we didn't do in the podcast, but we did it before the podcast. So Rob could explain to me what about the quantum biology and how it works. And we had very, very similar results, basically. So that's the second time we've been through that whole process and we've come out with the same result, yeah. which, which is fantastic, you know, and, and proves the theory, really. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, so next we'll, we'll talk about sound and, and acoustics and how that affects and what we're going to do there is we're going to use a guitar to to demonstrate it thanks for listening to this episode of the body mechanic podcast with rob arnold from chrysalis fitness training remember there's a video in conjunction with this episode which will be available to watch on the chrysalis fitness training youtube channel there are nine other episodes of this podcast available on your favourite podcast app or at 1386audio.com forward slash have a listen. You can contact Rob by emailing him at rob at chrysalis-fitness.com 
or you can have a look at the website, which is www.chrislist-fitness.com. We'll be back on Wednesday, the 30th of August, with a look at how sound can affect your mind, body and spirit. So until then, stay fit and well. This is a 1386 audio production.